Hey guys, in this episode, we're going to talk about the future of Facebook ads in 2021. We're speaking with Noah Brewer, who's the founder of Viral Ecom Ads. This episode is amazing. You got to check it out. Hey everybody, Brian McCumber here with Tech Money Talks. I am really excited today because we have a returning feature guest on the podcast. We are fortunate to have Noah Brewer as a special guest on the show. And if you don't know who he is, then you're missing out big time because Noah is the founder of Viral Ecom Ads and is one of the most popular video ad services for drop shippers that are in the know. Noah is a million dollar producer and is well ahead of the curve related to Facebook ads and video services. Noah continues to raise a bar, and this brother's been keeping it real. He's been keeping it real the whole time. So if you're interested in starting an online business to make extra money, you better save this episode in your back pocket and listen to it over and over again, because the stories and the tips you're going to learn here will give you the opportunity to quickly launch your own business to help your wallet grow fat. Noah has been will be sharing his secrets about the future of dropshipping and how we're going to be doing things in 2021. So I'm really excited about it. And I tell you, time is money and everyone's looking to get a piece of his time. And I'm so happy to have him on the show today. Noah, thanks for joining us, man. How's it going? Everything is good over here. Awesome, man. Yeah, for sure. Well, I'm glad we had a chance to connect. And yeah, like I said, I mean, you actually have one of the most popular episodes on the podcast for sure. And, (laughs) you know, a lot of things have been going on throughout the year. So I would say, I mean... Most everybody who's been listening or following the podcast, they should know who you are. So we don't need to dive into your backstory. But I'd say let's dive into what's happened over the course of this year related to your business and everything like that. Yeah. So which business do you want to learn about? <laughs> <laughs> well, let's even start like where you uh, where we ventured off. So we we talked almost about a year ago, right? I think it was pretty yep. much about a year ago on the podcast. So prior Primarily at the at that time, you were still focused on Facebook ad services and, and things like yeah. that? Yeah, which I still do. Um, I mean, this year was a huge, like a huge part of my focus this year was you know, valuing my time. So I ended up hiring a ton of people. And it turns out when you hire people, they do a better job than you do. So we've been able to accomplish some really good things. Like as a team, you know, not only was it me pushing, but it was also you know, my partner with Viral Ecom Ads, it was also my ad buyers, my managers with my agency, my salespeople, like it, it was a huge year of growth. I did four times the amount of revenue in 2020 than I did in 2019. Wow. Wow, man, that's awesome. And and so even describe that, because I mean, obviously, a lot of people dealing with the changes that that took place over 2020. What was that journey like? So as you know, I think at the point in time where we talked, you know, it was right as we were like either going into the Chinese New Year and then we had, you know, the pandemic and stuff like that. So what was happening around that time period for you? It was crazy with the pandemic just starting and Chinese New Year's happening. Like those two happened at the same exact time, which was basically a death sentence to any dropshipper out there. Um <laughs> But that I would say like that's probably the worst thing that the pandemic caused was like that two month period, like February, March, maybe April a little bit. Other than that, I think that the pandemic has been like an insane help for e-commerce people and 
you know, there's so many more people shopping online, so many more people on social media, you know, not only Facebook ads, but, you know, YouTube ads, Google ads, you know, now TikTok ads, Snapchat ads, like people are way more active online. And I just posted this on my story today, you know, like there's a huge wealth redistribution going on right now where everybody's kind of migrating online. And, you know, the thing about the online world is nobody knows who you are. It creates this opportunity for basically, you know, people that are nobody to come out and start selling to people just as if they're Walmart or Amazon or one of any of these big guys. Mm-hmm. And that's why dropshipping was really popular in the beginning. But the people that actually stuck through, you know, this year with dropshipping, like most of them, I would say it paid off. You know, like we, I've seen record stores, record numbers with the results of our clients at our agency all throughout this year. And I mean, I think it's mainly because of the pandemic. Like there's just more buyers out there. Yeah. Yeah. And I was even thinking back around that time. I remember, wasn't there like about a month where there was like a corporate boycott of like advertising on on facebook and uh do, do you remember that i don't really know what you're talking about <laughs> no, <okay. laughs> yeah there was about a month there and I, and I was just like okay there's a lot of there was it was more like like fortune 500 corporations that you know had they took about a month you know taking off of advertising on facebook and i was just like man well i think that's an opportunity for the individuals that that continued on there it did make big headline news but i remember that around that time period too you know just because of the nature of the way things were going through throughout the year but yeah that's where so i figured i'd ask that one of the other popular questions they've been fast forward to today uh, related to what are your thoughts on like the 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 stuff with uh, apple and facebook ads and and stuff like that you know what do you see that's happening there uh well i mean i've been doing Facebook ads for three years now. Like I started at the end of 2017. And since then, there's like five to eight different big events that, you know, these people freak out about and they make big deals about it. Facebook actually already went through some beef with Apple before in the past, which, you know, nobody really talks about nowadays. But back when it was happening, basically, you know, Safari was trying to privatize their data. So like essentially the Facebook pixel wouldn't work on Safari anymore. So this was like, this was a thing that, you know, we had to deal with and I went through the fear mongering and all that of being, you know, what's going to happen. Like pixels not going to work properly and it didn't end up to be a big deal. And honestly, any of these big scares that are popping up, like another example is Facebook requiring CBOs. Like that was going to be a drastic change in the way that you were able to run Facebook ads. And it just never happens. So I'm not doubting that this is going to affect anything. I'm just saying that even if it does affect stuff, I'm going to be able to handle it. And I'm sure everybody else is going to be too. There's a lot of things that you can do to get away. I mean, get around like the iOS update. Like there's been people saying that they're going to delete Facebook off of the Apple App Store, which I mean, that's that seems like very dramatic. Like I don't think they're going to do that. But I mean, let's say that they do. Let's say that on all Apple devices, uh, the Facebook Pixel does not work at all. You know, these are the worst case scenarios, I would say. I'd say probably like 50 to 60% of Facebook users are just going to disappear like off the map, like in a a heartbeat. So if this does happen, then 
I'm not really sure the specifics of what we could do, but the way that I like to think about it is if 60% of the buyers disappear, 60% of my sales are not going to disappear because I'm not taking 100% of the buyers out there. You know, I've taken stores to 1.4 million, 2.1 million, and I don't even really think we scratched the the 1% of people on Facebook. You know, like there's just so many users on there. I don't really think it's going to affect me even at those million dollar per month stores. Like I don't think it's really going to affect anybody that much just because there's there's so many people. Like 60% of people can leave and unless you own you know, 70% of the market for that specific niche, it's not really going to affect you that much. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, a good way to look at it for sure. And I mean, at the end of the day, thinking it through, keeping an eye on it. And when you have that type of change, you know, that's where opportunity is, is going to rise up. Yeah. And I think, you know, I think even for you, yourself, you know, when we were talking, you know, offline, even beforehand, I was just like, you know, no, you've been you you've been kind of filling the gaps where the needs need to be met. So with your Facebook advertising services, you know, you solely focused on that to help drop shippers. And then now with with the other thing, and actually let me see if I could show this on on the screen there for, for people that are watching. So we have the site, which is the viral ecom ads. And so tell that story. When did when did you start this and, and what was the journey like? So this was started in September of 2019. So we've been open a little bit over a year. And it's kind of a funny backstory. When I was before any video ad companies existed, we were just using Fiverr, essentially, to get this service Uh done for us. And if you don't know what the service is, you basically have a product that you want to drop ship, and you need a video for an ad. So what we would do is go and find videos off of YouTube, Vimeo, AliExpress, and just put them together and make like these ad style videos. Yeah. I'm sure that you've seen them before. And yeah, we were just using Fiverr and I didn't want to use Fiverr anymore because obviously I had, I I believe about 40 students at the time. And I made a post in a Facebook group like, hey, is anybody here a video editor? You know, keep in mind there was no video editing companies. Like now there's a ton of them, but before there was nothing. So I found this one guy and he ended up doing work with me for a while. And then he started uh, the first video editing company, which I won't say the name. So I helped him grow that for a bit. And then his delivery time started getting pretty slow. So I went to another one of my students and and he, he was a video editor. So he started a video editing company as well. And then he fired his main editor. So we were getting super high quality, like super nice videos fast, but all of a sudden they started coming out really crappy. So I'm in this position now where I can either recommend my clients to just use Fiverr or I can just continue using this crappy video editing company. I ended up just starting my own. Like I saw it as an opportunity because I was sending my business to these other people. Why not just do it myself? That was really my motivation to start it. This was a a service that we were already using. I was sending, I don't know, probably three to 5K a month in business to these other guys, and they just weren't performing that great. I partnered with uh, one of my students who's a great guy, and he's, you know, been a huge help in in growing viral ecom ads. And we just kind of used it internally. Like, I didn't really promote it at all. 
Um, I didn't talk about it, you know, publicly. It was just for my students to use, and that was that. Um, and, you know, we yeah. made a little bit of extra money from them ordering videos and us providing that service, and that was, like, the end of that. Um, but, like, after a few months, we started seeing, like, this exponential growth where, you know, we had – I had my students using it, and we still weren't promoting it. But over time, we just started getting orders from random people. And I have no idea how they heard about us, probably just word of mouth. You know, like, I don't know, maybe my students would go and tell their friends or talk about it in Facebook groups or whatever. But that's when we really saw the opportunity, like, wow, people that aren't in our circles are actually ordering these. And this is a need in a marketplace. So we decided to go public with it. It did really, really good. We started to push it harder and harder, like partnering up with people like, you know, Sebastian Georgiou, Scott Hilsey, Jay Rich, you know, Tanner, all pretty much all the big e-com guys that have followings in the space. And we just blew yeah. right up. <laughs> like, and That's and awesome. obviously now there's like a whole lot of video editing companies and they're also doing really good for themselves, which is great. Um, but yeah, it's kind of the story of how I pretty much created an industry. Like, <laughs> you know, there were, there were no video editing companies before, but I was able to view a problem in the marketplace and offer a solution and, you know, viral e-com ads really, really blew up because we were kind of on the forefront of it. Um, and we were the first ones to, like, really promote the hell out of it. So, you yeah. know, that's why yeah. you hear our name all the time. But, yeah, it, it was as simple as just, like, I had a problem. I solved the problem for myself. And then other people with the same problem started coming to us. Yeah. And then we realized, like, wow, I'm not the only one with this problem. And, you know, we just created this huge market for this service. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, like I was saying, leading into this is that, you know, you're on the forefront need and, and fill that that gap in, in the industry. And, you know, one, in it for yourself and then two, fill in that need. And now because like anytime, you know, I get people that are asking about, you know, uh, if they're unable to create the, you know, the video ads themselves, what can they use? And then, you know, viral e-com ads comes up. So we got a question that came in. Uh, so he said a total novice here. What is CBOs and when should you use it? CBOs is basically campaign budget optimization. You can have multiple ad sets under a campaign. So normally you would set the budget on the ad set level. So you can kind of like distribute budget to different interests. So you would do like $5 per ad set, stuff like that. And then on the campaign level, what CBOs allow you to do is set the budget one time for all the ad sets so it'll kind of distribute the spend throughout all the ad sets the optimization part is obviously if you're optimizing for purchases it's supposed to spend the most money on the ad set that has the most purchases which honestly it doesn't really do but that is fine because they work great anyways awesome yeah really good explanation for sure so hopefully that helped out uh d mccauley and uh yeah thanks for helping us out and asking that question one of the things that that comes up is and this even relates to the video ad services is like how many ad creatives you know should a person be using as they're in like the testing phase we have different variations like we most of the time i just test with one uh -huh. but we also have you know the split testing package which basically gives you four different variations of one video yeah um, so that works um, it works good, actually. I mean, 
the only reason I don't do it more is because the majority of my clients uh, don't want to spend the extra money to get it. And that's fine. Like both, both single video and split tests work fine. Um, I mean, we have combo ads now, which is essentially um, 2D animations mixed with a normal video. Um, you can get multiple thumbnails. So if, if you only want one video, you can get two different thumbnails. So really any variation will work. I'd say anywhere between like one to five ad under each ad set is fine. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah, no, that's a, that's a good explanation for sure. And then uh, one of the things that I've seen been getting popular is like, you know, some of the people are looking to create kind of like unique creatives for for their own business and is that something that you guys are looking to to tap into to provide to provide that yeah so um we do have you mean like unique like more like custom content kind of stuff yeah 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 so we have uh 2d animations which is like the cheapest way to get custom content all we do is take images and make them look animated and we add text to them and make them look really cool um, I can show you examples of some. I don't have any on me right now, but I can send them to you later. Yeah, yeah, we can link. Um, link so those are great. Yep. And then um, for custom content, we have that coming soon. Um, we just got a warehouse. Uh, it's a pretty much all done. Um, we're just running some final tests, and I got the last examples of you know the custom content videos actually being filmed. We got actors. Um, we got bedroom sets, living room sets, a gym, bathroom, kitchen, basically every every scenario that you could need for a video ad. Um, we have sets for all of those. So pretty soon we're actually going to be launching this. And it's it's pretty exciting because these services exist. Um, like so far, all that we've been doing is just editing. Like there's been no like real production, um, which essentially it's, you know, just finding clips online and editing them. But now we're gonna actually be able to create the clips and use our our own creatives um, and then provide that, you know, solely as custom content for that one client. So it kind of protects you from the copyright issues that you could run into. Yeah. Wow, so it really is. <clears throat> yeah, I was gonna say that that's, that's awesome that, that you started doing that and that feature's available. And uh, and then I was catching wind on some of the stuff that you're planning in the future related to it. Uh, what's that related to? Was it related to branding? Yeah. So, I mean, really, the the history of custom content with drop shipping, um, it's, it's really like a distant thing right now where mm -hmm. not a lot of people use it. And the people that do use it are usually paying $1,000, $2,000, $3,000 for it. So... Um, what our goal is, is to make it more accessible to dropshippers and more realistic. So the biggest issues in the marketplace right now is it takes way too long to get custom content created. Um, like if you go to try to find custom content, you're going to look at between a 10 day and a 30 day wait. Um, and most of them are going to make you wait a full 30 days just to get your video. Um, and that's not even in, including the shipping time to get the product to their warehouse to their warehouse. Mm -hmm. So if you order a video today, you know, you might spend a thousand bucks and you won't get your video, you know, until a month from now, um, which for most drop shippers, it's just impossible to make it make sense. It just doesn't make sense at all. Um, yeah. You know, because in a month from now, 
that could be dead for one. And for two, you know, you're spending a thousand dollars for a creative on a product that most of the time you're not even making that much money with it yet. So, um, so far custom content has not been realistic or accessible for dropshipper. And we're aiming to completely change that, um, this year we're making a, a hell of a lot cheaper than most services out there. Um, and we're also making it a hell of a lot faster. So like I said, the market right now is between 10 to 30 day wait times and our wait times are going to be five to seven days from the time that we uh, receive the product, which is the fastest out there, I believe. Um, from any of the ones that I've checked, that's the fastest. Um, <clears throat> we're launching our prices at $350 per custom content video. Um, so there are, you can get custom content for $350 out there. Um, but like I said, you're going to be waiting a month, which just for any dropshipper doesn't make sense. Um, yeah. If you're, if you're a brand and you're in it for the long term, then maybe it makes sense because, you know, you'll have the brand a month from now. You know, our service is basically built for dropshippers. Like we want, we want dropshippers to be using custom content. Um, and we're just making it accessible to them. And we're basically doing the same thing. Uh, we're creating this new industry because, you know, nobody's been motivated to fix these problems yet. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And we're motivated now. Yeah, for sure. And I think it's a really great thing. And, and I caught onto that and hopefully the audience is listening where, I mean, the extent, so like saying that you have that, the studio, the different uh, stage environments and even actors to to kind of work with the product to create those videos. And what is the, what is the process like? So, say someone that is looking to get started with that, what is that process like? They need to send the product to you. Yeah. So essentially, when we launch, um, you would just go to the website, purchase the package. You you should get an email that sends you a, to to a submission form. Um, where you can actually fill it out and it asks you, you know, what font do you use in the editing? Um, what colors, you know, do you have a logo? Um, are there any specific qualities on the product or, or anything that you want us to show off? Um, so it's, it's very customizable. You can explain, you're actually encouraged to explain like exactly what you want in the video. Um, so mm -hmm. super specific, pretty much you can just paint a picture and we'll make it a, re a reality. And then after you submit that, we give you an address and a phone number to ship the product to. Um, and then, you know, we recommend use the fastest shipping possible. Like it's it's not worth waiting two weeks from AliExpress to a month, you know, like yeah. if you can find on Amazon, get it to us in two days, pay the extra hundred dollars for the faster shipping, of course. Yeah. yeah. Um, and from the point we get it, um, we should already have the script writing done. And our film team and actors will uh, essentially just put it all together and just start filming. And then the next day it sends off to editing. And then once it's edited, it gets sent off to you. That's great, man. <laughs> I tell you, man, he's he's putting he's he's building a, a real company behind it. So it's not like he's just, uh, you know, having offshore uh, resources that are, you know, rehashing uh, videos, you know, found on aliexpress or no. you know youtube so the, the, this is a video production that uh that he's uh, no. put the investment mm -hmm. behind and understanding to the the industry of e-commerce and drop shipping where you know time 
is very important and the ad creatives is important as well. So, so yeah, some good comments here. It looks like they're interested in, uh, in seeing, uh, examples of that. So we'll, we'll be sure to leave, uh, we'll gather links and, and leave that in the show notes for sure. This is really awesome. So, you know, one of the things that has me curious, like even throughout your journey, as, as you begin to re- reflect, what has like your mindset been like, you know, as far as picking up on these, these trends and like your business mindset, like what have you been thinking, what's been driving you to want to start these ventures? Well, I mean, really it's the agency at the end of the day. Um, you know, I'm, I'm super involved in this industry. Like we have, I think around 80 clients. So, you know, those are individual stores that we're managing and some of the clients even have multiple stores. So, um, you know, I'm just super involved in this industry. I see the problems that exist and I, I, I need solutions myself. So, um, that's another reason we're doing custom content, which is what you mentioned earlier, because I believe that like custom content is going to be the next way to see really good results with e-commerce. Um, there's no way to avoid it. I think the normal videos are still going to work for another couple years. Um, but the people that start doing custom content right now are going to see incredible results. And, you know, regardless of whether, uh, people come and order custom content from us, I'm still going to use it for my own agency um, because my clients are going to get great results with it and we'll make a bunch of money with it. So, you know, it's kind of just, you know, I'm a part of the industry. I'm a customer of my own company. Um, So I know issues that happen and I'm able to provide the best solutions for those. That's awesome, man. Yeah, that's how great things get started for sure. Is it really like a myth? reusing videos or images like does facebook actually penalize like your your ad placements or penalize you by costing more because they're picking up that you know some of the videos are the same yeah i mean there's no question that there's a lot of people uh spreading uh stuff like that um (laughs) but i mean essentially there's been a pattern right so when i very first started in the drop shipping niche yeah. Um, the big players in the industry were do, all doing custom content. Like that's all that they could do because there was nobody to copy. Yeah. Um, and then, you know, as dropshipping got more popular, people like me would just come in and literally what we would do is download their custom content video and just use the same exact video that they're using. And we got away with that and it worked great. Yeah, um, you know, there there is even some situations where we would just leave the other store's logo on the ad, and, and you it know was it, it was no big deal. Yeah. Um, but yeah, back then I got away with that for probably about a year, maybe. Um, and then Facebook started actually enforcing copyright laws, so they were um, sending out a notification like if you uploaded a video that was the same as somebody else's, they would send a notification to the originator of that video. And you would basically get a DMCA claim every single time. Wow. So that's also part of the reason I started looking for an editor, like around the beginning of 2019, because that was like around the time where you weren't really able to steal videos anymore. You kind of had to take clips and then edit it together in your own way. Yeah. Um, Yeah. which, Which has been fine for the past couple of years. And I think it will be fine for the next couple of years. but. I believe there will be a day where Facebook also cracks down on editing normal videos um, or editing stolen videos. 
Um, I don't know when that day is going to come. I'm honestly not worried about it. I don't think it's any anywhere close to, to becoming true. But if it does happen, then yes, eventually you very may well need custom content to run Facebook ads. Yeah, yeah. And that that's where I think you're on the forefront of of kind of uh, figuring that out to where it's a streamlined process and to get yeah. it to work effectively. Um, so hopefully the audience is catching that. That's where Noah's just like, you know, thinking three chess moves ahead uh, to really, really <laughs> nail this down. Um, because, yeah, I mean, I, I've seen that that journey where it was just like, OK, you know, people were in the habit of, of just straight copying and it was working. Uh, but then it seemed like it wasn't working. But then I would hear this claim like, well, Facebook's going to penalize you like like your ad place would be lower or it's costing more. I wasn't really sure if that was yeah. was true. That's, or that's not. Definitely, yeah. I wouldn't say that that's true because <laughs> yeah. like, I've I've uh, you know, we've had a ton of customers with viral e-com ads. I have a ton of clients that run like we find new winning products every single day. Um, most days we'll find two to three. So, and, and we're using most of the, most of the clients are just using those, uh, the videos off of YouTube, Vimeo, AliExpress, just edited together. Like yeah. that's our main service. That's mostly what dropshippers are doing right now. And it still works fine. I don't believe it gets you a penalty, um, at all. Um, but I think that doing custom content gives you a boost if that makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. Like every, almost every single time that I've tested a good custom content ad, it's just worked incredibly well, way better than anything else. Obviously not every single time it's going to work, but I'm more talking like in a broad overview. Um, you know, like there's been stores that, you know, they'd have like a two return on ad spend and then on a custom content ad, they will have like an eight return on ad spend. Um, and that stays consistent just because, you know, you're bringing a unique creative to the marketplace. Like it separates you from, you know, everybody else. Um, and on top of that, you know, most people aren't going to copy your video for a really long time. So you're going to be the sole marketer of that creative for a while. And the other thing, and I was wondering if you could speak to this, which is kind of like, you know, the lifespan of a creative, right? Uh, yeah, I would say it's, it's more of an issue for brands. Um, uh -huh. just sending out the same image all the time is, is not really going to work in the long term. Um, I'd say like more with drop shipping, you're not really going to have a winning product with drop shipping last for year after year. Usually it dies out before, you know, you even get to that point. At least for me, it does. Um, I just kind of scale the hell out of it and it usually dies and we move on to the next. That's kind of how, how I operate. Um, yeah. But yeah, for brands, I mean, obviously you have to get new creatives put out and even sometimes in drop shipping, like when it's a Black Friday sale or maybe you're doing retargeting, like you could have one ad for your, all your cold traffic, um, but now you're retargeting and you want to hit them with a custom content. Um, you can prove the custom content with retargeting and then if it works good, you can move it over to the cold. Like there's a lot that you can do with cold uh, custom content. and um, you know, obviously it's not popular. Not a lot of people are talking about it right now, but I know from firsthand experience that all of the really big dropshippers, like the guys that are doing a lot more than I am, uh, you know, millions of dollars a month, like every single month for the past few years, they've been doing custom content for the past, you know, ever since they started really like, that's what the guys are doing. I know it works incredibly well. And yeah. 
you know, that's why I want to dip my toes into it and make it a reality for dropshippers because I know that the opportunity is huge with it. Wow. Wow. Man, that, that's great advice for sure. And uh, all the more reason that, you know, for the audience listening, definitely go check out. And what's the, what's the URL for, uh, for viral ecom ads? It is viral ecom ads with a Z dot com. Z. Yeah. <laughs> I think that's what throws some people. I was like, you know, be sure to include that Z at the end there. We'll we'll leave uh, links in the show notes uh, for those that are listening to the audio podcast. I mean that that's why I wanted to uh, to bring you on the show and and talk about you know as we kick off uh, 2021, which is just like okay, you know, yeah, this became one of the most popular you know video ad services for the industry right now, which is great. And uh, to hear about the plans, you know, for the future related to custom content and, and as it applies to branding, which is awesome because I think that's a big future for sure. This is awesome stuff, man. I feel like we could be talking for hours, but I want to be respectful of, of your time as well. I'd say, you know, for the audience, I want to give you a chance to uh, leave some closing remarks with the audience. So I'll let you take it away. Yeah. So the biggest takeaway is we are making custom content a normal thing for dropshippers. It's going to be realistic and um, accessible for everybody. Um, maybe not right when we launch, but like as we get better in time, maybe our costs will go down. Maybe it'll become even more accessible to a point where, you know, maybe it's two-day delivery time. You know, like who knows what can happen. Um, but we're coming for that. I think me and you should do a separate podcast um, talking about my agency um, and the strategies that I've been developing over there with Facebook ads, um, which I'm actually writing a book about it too. Um, but yeah, it's just been crazy. You know, like I hired all these people and they're bringing new, new strategies to the table and we're all mixing, you know, managing probably a hundred ad accounts at once um, at all times for 2020. Like we've just been learning an insane amount of Facebook ads. And it's been really great. And I think I can provide the most value um, talking about that. And That'd be great. we have a question here, like how long are the ads? Like usually uh, video ads on Facebook, you want like 30 to 45 seconds. Yeah, so going after uh, private label sellers on Amazon. So that's another market we're gonna be ta uh, tapping into um with the custom content is Amazon sellers because you know they have videos on their product pages um and you know being the fastest delivery time and one of the cheapest services i'm pretty sure we're going to be pretty popular amongst the Amazon sellers um hopefully yeah, yeah. no for sure yeah i mean a lot of the marketplaces that are going to be they're utilizing video on Amazon and even the other part, which I've been uh, selling more like, well, I mean, it's still tied to Facebook, but I've been seeing even within the Facebook marketplace, uh, the video answers seem to stand out pretty well, too. <laughs> you will absolutely be popular there. Right? We hope so. We have uh, we have some partnerships with some influential people in the Amazon FBA space coming soon. Um, so, you know, we'll make some noise there. Like we dominated drop shipping. You know, now we're expanding, we're, we're doing bigger things. It's not just editing now. Um, there's a hell of a lot of stuff that we can do. And I'm excited to see where that goes. And I'm excited to see like genuinely what happens when uh, I'm using the custom content service on a regular for my clients and see what kind of results we can get for it. 
Um, I think this is going to be another record year for myself. Um, just because of that right there, like not even considering anything else. I think just custom content is going to change up my game entirely. And I thought that was pretty cool, like seeing the picture of the two comic clubs. So that was going through the ClickFunnels uh, platform then? Yeah, hold on. <laughs> He's like, let me go, let me go get the uh black definitely. Man. <laughs> hey, congratulations, man, for sure. That's awesome. It's a good, it, it's a damn good looking award. Yeah, for sure, man. We didn't even talk about what you've been doing on, on YouTube lately. Maybe even tap on that for a little bit if you got it. Yeah, so I mean, I stopped uploading on YouTube for a couple months, or maybe I was just uploading once a month or so. Um, but uh -huh. it, it really, really does help the growth of my agency. And people seem to really love the videos. Like right now, I'm getting a, a really good amount of views and subscribers. And I'm trying to set up a lot of collaborations with other YouTubers. Um, I just did one with Ari Shearson. I'm trying to set one up with John Zamora, um, Tan Chowdhury, which I've been trying to hook up with. Yeah. So I just, it, it's a really fun platform because I can, you know, whip out my camera, give my unique perspectives and get views and people think it's great. Some people obviously don't like it, but, you know, I have a different perspective than a lot of other people because I own an agency, you know, like I'm more focused on the marketing aspect and the replicatability of strategies. So just well, fun. Yeah, I, I, yeah, yeah, appreciate your time. And uh, yeah, we'll do a follow up with a focus on Facebook. Really awesome stuff. So Noah, yeah, been great, brother. Glad to have you on the show. Yes, sir. I'm uh, looking forward to our next one. Thank you for listening to this episode of the Tech Money Talks podcast. It's officially sponsored by Spotify and Anchor FM. Be on the fast track to starting your own business. You can work with me personally. It's my dropship funnels done for you service. I work with you one-on-one -on -one to build your own store and get your very own sales fast in dropshipping. You can go to dropshipfunnels.com to find out more information.